Hello, and welcome back to Ride or Die, the Fast and the Furious podcast, talking all things Fast and Furious in every Fast and Furious movie. All episodes are produced by Rebecca Moore. This is Lap 2, Episode 38, The Fast and the Furious Redux. This is also basically going to be talking about the Fast and the Furious, so we're actually going to be talking about the first movie again as well. Um, kind of get a little bit more into the movie itself. Also, I really want to kind of talk about my thoughts based and opinions on the film, what I thought about the movie and stuff like that. So we're really going to kind of break that down and get that into that as well. So in this episode, uh, we'll be discussing the Fast and the Furious um, in this movie, Paul Walker plays an LAPD officer who is sent undercover to bring down a street racing gang led by Dominic Toretto, played by Vin Diesel. Brian O'Connor begins his, his investigation uh, by arriving at the Toretto market, Toretto's market. Uh, you know, we see him sit down, order his, basically, his usual, and of course, you know, there's a scuffle with Vince. That was kind of funny. Uh, but overall, you know, The Fast and the Furious um, was released on June 22nd, 2001 uh, to mixed reviews. But it was it did really well at the box office as well. Uh, but overall, I like The Fast and the Furious. I think this movie is very fun. It is very enjoyable. Yes, it is cheesy. Yes, it is corny. Um, like I said, I know many people still consider this movie a beat-by-beat remake or rip-off of Point Break. Uh, it kind of is and it kind of isn't. But um, like I said, I think this movie is just so much fun. It's a blast. Of course, you know, we see Brian arrive at um, a street race. Um, he's still continuing to further his um, his investigation. Of course, though, he wages his car but uh, by betting his car. And eventually, he loses the race and basically losing his car. The car is destroyed. Um, and now he actually owes Dominic a 10-second car. So basically, that kind of leads into the them restoring the Supra um, through like half of the movie uh, as well. <laughs> but overall, you know, Brian and Dom really we really get to see uh, the complex of the, their relationship and their friendship that they has this bond that they really establish and build in this movie. Um, I like I said, no, this movie is fun. You really gotta sit down, you really study this movie. And I know many people can still like, oh, remember when this is about racing? Uh, no, this movie uh has this that was actually a slip a subplot written for the movie, basically a part of the movie. But there's a more bigger part in, in the movie. So if you actually sit down and watch this movie, you really will figure out what the story and what the plot of the, of the movie is. It has nothing to do with the street racing. That was just added in there as a subplot. Um, but also, like I said, um, not very many does really Dom have any suspicions about uh, Brian. At first, uh, the only person who really had suspicions about um, Brian is basically Vince. Vince n- kind of knows, or basically always has suspicions uh, that Brian is actually a narc. He's actually a cop who is undercover. Basically, just sent in to bring uh, Dominic down, bring the street racing gang down. Um, but overall, like I said, this movie um, did not age well, and we when we all we all know that 
we all know when we when all of us Fast and the Furious fans when we really sit down to watch this movie, uh, it really did not age well. It's definitely dated. You really see the effects really really there, and then you see how dated these effects are. Um, but overall, the Fast and the Furious, like I said. Uh, so now we're going to get into the to the title. I really want to talk about the title. So originally, uh, this movie was originally titled Redline. That was the original title of the movie. It was supposed to be titled Redline, but I guess before its release, um, they end up changing the title to The Fast and the Furious. So that was, was that's why the movie didn't come out in March of two thousand one. That's why it ended up coming out in the summer. Um, so, but overall, you know, like, there, this movie is very complex. Brian is very complex. He is basically torn between two loyalties. Yes, yeah, so his loyalties to the job, to his job as a cop, and his loyalties to Dominic and the crew as well. Um, of course, you now we see Brian, you know, start a, rela- a relationship with, uh, Dom's sister, Mia, played by Georgiana Brewster in the movie. Um, so basically... I guess only person who actually at first who knew Brian was a cop was Mia. Mia basically knew Brian was a cop because Brian ended up revealing uh, Mia to Mia before the climax of the movie, before the heist of the movie, that Brian is actually a cop who is undercover. That ever since the day, first day that he met Mia, he's actually been undercover. Um. And that, and he actually, of course, you know, after the entire heist, the final heist, which goes very, very wrong, um, he ends up saving the life of Vince. Now, Vince's life is now in Brian's hands, okay? I mean, of course, so he has those, he could choose to save Vince's life or not save Vince's life, but regardless, Vince's life is now in Brian's hands. So, Brian does the right thing. Um, he has a, he does, like, one of the hardest choices ever was to blow his cover, and he does that to, to save Vince's life. And of course, you no. Know, when we get let's go. And of course, you no. Know, the, the whole raid sequence. This whole raid sequence. Um, to me, this is kind of where the movie basically goes even further. Okay, this this the raid sequence goes wrong. Um, turns out to be a bust. Uh, because he basically thought suspicions that Johnny Chan was the one who was doing the hijackings, but of course that that, that was never the case. And this raid ends up also resulting in the death of Jesse. So yeah, so now Brian is basically in this turmoil. He basically ends up getting somebody killed. Um, so is but also he ends up really siding with Dom at the end of the movie to bring to take down. Uh, Lance and uh, Johnny Tran as well. Um, now we really get into the movie's climactic final race sequence. The final race sequence was beautifully shot. It was really, really well done. It was put together very, very well. And I love it so much. It just really, really goes really, really fast. So, so this final race sequence is a quarter mile... A race sequence and it's, it's awesome it's one of the most iconic moments of the movie in my humble opinion it's one of the best moments of the movie of course they'll get the, the iconic line for the most iconic moment of the movie now after the race is over um 
You know, so now Brian really has a choice to make. He really has this really, really hard choice to make. He can either arrest Dom and bring Dom in as he's supposed to, but that doesn't happen, or he can let Dom go. We all know which one he does. So he basically chooses Dom over his job as well. So he basically lets Dom go. Dom rides off into the sunset. Brian walks away. Now on the now when next officer on the run. Now, he has to go on the run, of course. Now, originally, there was a original ending. The, the original ending was titled More Than Furious. Um, so, this is this is actually considered an alternate ending because this ending was reshot and redone. Uh, but in the alternate ending, um, Brian arrives um, back at the Treadle house after Dom is gone. Um, we basically see Mia, you know, packing up you know, who she is you know, wanting to move away, get away from the house. From there, but Brian actually in this original ending or now alternate ending, uh, Brian asked Mia for one more chance to give him one more chance. But she, so we now he's no longer a cop, he's no longer an officer. But they agreed to let Brian go quietly if he quits the LAPD, and which he does. But this ending, I guess, didn't work, so they end up going back and reshooting the ending, which is okay. So, of course, you know. So for me personally, I want to get now. I want to get into my thoughts, my overall thoughts based and opinions on the Fast and the Furious. To me, the Fast and the Furious uh, was just a, like I said, it's a blast. It can be cheesy and corny, um, you know. But overall, like I said, I had fun with the movie. Yes, this is the third movie that I've seen of Fast and the Furious. Of course, no, the first movie was Too Fast, Too Furious. Second was Tokyo Drift, this being the third. I actually remember renting this movie from Blockbuster and actually watching this movie because, like I said, I've never seen this one before. And I liked it. It was really, really good. Of course, no, this is actually my sister's uh, favorite movie, my sister Bree. If you guys don't know her, because I know I mentioned her a few times, but if you guys hadn't noticed or didn't know, this was actually her favorite of the franchise. She loved this one. She always told me that this one had a special place in her heart. But overall, she was a big fan of the franchise. But this one was her favorite. So, anytime I like I said, anytime I sit down to watch this movie, it's basically just to honor her and her honor and her memory. That's why I just don't watch this just a random because it's Fast and the Furious. No, it's just to honor my sister because how much she loved this movie. And that this was her favorite. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about? No, of course, no. In 2003, uh, the movie was reprinted and released uh, in an all-new tricked-out edition. Um, to me, this this edition was kind of crappy. It didn't do much. Of course, no, there is a, a six-minute uh, short ad was added uh, titled The Turbocharged Prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious. Well, actually... Get into that, you know, later in the in the in the, in the lap. I really want to get into that later. I'm not one of those who wants to talk about it. Um, of course, you know, you get an a explosive behind the scenes sneak peek for the for too fast as well. Um, but like I said, we'll get into that later. But overall, of uh, the Fast and the Furious, definitely a fun movie. You have not checked out checked out the Fast and the Furious? Give it a check. It's awesome. It's a fun blast movie. Um. Not much more to say. Uh, also, on Tuesday, 
the 11th, May 11th, which is a Tuesday, The Fast and the Furious will be getting reprinted. It will be released on an all-new 4K and 4K Steelbook as well. It will be a limited time only. It'll be a, a limited time thing that they're doing. So it'll basically be it's a limited edition thing that they're doing for you know, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the Fast and the Furious. So so yeah, I thought I'd get you guys let you know. Uh, tomorrow, Too Fast, Too Furious is returning to theaters. So if you guys got your tickets, go see Too Fast, Too Furious. Please do so. It will be in theaters tomorrow night. Um, so, yeah, that is going to do it. Um, so, join us next time um, as we head. You know, as we head, join us as we head to Miami for Too Fast, Too Furious. We get in for a read for Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, Furious. Uh, this episode is produced by Rebecca Moore, and I'll see you guys next time for Too Fast, Too Furious. On Ride or Die, the Fast and Furious podcast, talking all things Fast and Furious in every Fast and Furious movie. This all the episodes are produced by Rebecca Moore. Um, this podcast is dedicated to my sister Bree, who loved Fast and the Furious. She was absolutely the biggest fan of the franchise. So Bree, wherever you are, please know. I would like to dedicate this episode to you personally because I know how much you loved this film. So wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, if you're listening from above, uh, please know this episode is dedicated to you and your memory. And I love you. And yeah, that's going to do it, guys. Take care. Stay fast. Stay fast. Stay furious as we continued, continue our road to F9 in theaters. June 25th, I'll see y'all next time for Too Fast, Too Furious. Bye, guys.